Vivek Ramaswamsi. He's the, um, uh, the, the Hindu hero. Or maybe the vegetarian vegan villain. I don't know. He's walking around in Iowa. And instead of walking away from these alt-left losers, he walks with them. He engages them. Language warning. And then, and then, they just misplaced people from Russia to go to Donbass region because we have steel plants. And you can see the movies. And the history is long, no doubt about it. But the region, the, the fact of the matter is, the regions of the Donbass that are occupied no. now are not even represented in Ukraine's government for Do the last ten years. Do you think Ukraine should be free? Ukraine should be a sovereign nation. Absolutely. So how is the U.S. How is the but U.S. I also going think to? How is the U.S. negotiate going to negotiate a path to peace that allows Ukraine to come out with its sovereignty intact? Well, NATO, what does that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that NATO will not admit Ukraine. What does Ukraine? that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that what NATO... What does that sovereignty look like to you? Can I answer the question? Please. Whenever you're... Tell me when you're done, and then I'll answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Answer the question. NATO will not admit Ukraine to NATO, and should not admit Ukraine to Why NATO. Why not? Because we made a commitment in 1990, and I believe in standing by our commitments, that NATO would not expand one inch, not one inch past East Germany. And and the same James Baker told Russia made a commitment that it would not expand its territory. What I want to say is I'm very glad that young people are engaged and passionate about these issues. So the, the fact of the matter is, I believe we have to stand our commitments, but the job of the U.S. president is to look after U.S. interests and have a reasonable path to peace. And I think the path that we're on right now is not going to be good for Ukraine. It's not going to be good for America. It is taking us closer to major conflict with Russia that is going to be bad for everybody involved. And the people pushing us to do it are an establishment in both parties of people who are making money off that war that is wrong and that will change on my watch. People making money off that war, they're pushing us towards a giant war. Vivek Ramaswamsi says this to uh, some pierced, overweight, ghoulish-looking alt-left uh, 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 losers? Activists? What can I call you? Uh, homosexual? Transgender? What are you? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, can we go to The View? Are you, are you prepared to lose 10 brain cells right now? Liberal co-host of The View, Sonny Hostin, calls Republican Jim Jordan a quote-unquote terrorist and says he terrorized her. Can you survive the next... 51 seconds. I don't know. I will just say about Jim Jordan, you know, um, he has been called by his own party, by John Boehner, a political terrorist. He's also been linked to the Ohio State sexual abuse scandal. I testified in front of Congress about something so simple, cameras in courtrooms. He came in late, he looked disheveled, and he immediately was screaming and yelling and terrorized me and the other experts on the panel. And describing him as a terrorist is exactly that. He's a chaos agent and it came out of nowhere and he had no command of the subject that we were talking about, which made it even scarier. So to have him, the thought of him being the Speaker of the House, I think leads to more chaos for his Let's talk about Jim Jordan for a second. Jim Jordan has announced his candidacy for the speakership, he intends to, to seek it. Jim Jordan may be one of the only sort of sane ones in, uh, well, in Washington. 
I'm not saying that he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand me on this. I'm just merely saying that Jim Jordan is maybe a few shades, in my view, better than swamp creature, uninteresting, uninspiring, mediocre Kevin McCarthy. By the way, as the weather starts to turn here in the heart of America, my mind goes to the classic Christmas movies. Do you remember Kevin McAllister? From Home Alone. It's a, stale, it's a tale of two Kevins. Kevin McCarthy couldn't defend his house. But Kevin McAllister did. But um, uh, Let's go to CVS because there are scholars involved in crimes all around the country. I know yesterday I was listening to the podcast version of the Mike Church Show. New Christendom Daily. I was listening to the New Christendom Daily podcast yesterday, and I caught the segment where the King Dude was talking about the alt-left communist activist who stood by, watched her partner get stabbed to death, and then started to GoFundMe for herself for her grieving so that working-class people can grieve. Um, but she refused to cooperate with police because she didn't want to identify a black guy. She didn't want to identify properly uh, who actually robbed the store. CBS employee contacted the police about two men who were stealing from the store and a Karen in training shows up. Ask, um, so I live in the neighborhood sure. um, and I have come to the CBS very often. Mm -hmm. May I ask why you called the police on those two men? Um, CBS policy dictates that if they're shoplifters, mm -hmm. the exit store with merchandise unpaid for, yeah. we should get the police involved. And if the police apprehend them, mm -hmm. we issue a bond note. Okay. So I actually did not elect the first charge, but I said, hey, look, I just want them to know they can't come in here anymore because they shoplifted, and I just need them to sign that, and I need my merchandise back. And the officers will and the guy said the same thing. Thank you. And they left. It's not your merchandise. It's the store. So you know what happened. Follow my company's policy, not your policy, where I can appreciate concerns. So you're willing to risk someone's life for what, $30,000 a year? There, That's There was no risk, in my opinion. The, Thank you. You have a great night. Thank what you. is your name? My name is store manager. No, what is his name? No one's going to tell you my name when you're sitting here videotaping us so that you can try and elicit some sort of violence against you. It's not going to happen. Elicit violence against you? You just elicited violence against two black men by calling the police on them. You just elicited violence on two black men by calling the police on them. You called the police on them and that elicits violence to them. You should have just let them take what they needed and go. It's not your merchandise, Mr. Manager. You're just a manager. You're just a store manager. It's not your stuff. Why would you have any investment in what the stuff is? Why would you even care? Why would you even put yourself out there as, as, uh, as having any interest in the merchandise, the inventory sitting on the shelves at all? Incidentally, while she's dead wrong... about placing the two black men in danger. They placed themselves in danger when they flouted the law. When they decided to become thieves, that's a dangerous lifestyle. They put themselves in danger. We all know that. But here's the insight that you listen to Paratalk for. 
She's 100% right. She is 100% right. CVS is a huge national, multinational conglomerate corporation, probably Fortune 500, publicly traded. This is a corporate entity. Who cares about the corporate entity? It's not your neighbor's inventory. It's not your fellow parishioner's inventory. It's inventory that belongs to some inventory management system run by some inventory manager, some faceless, nameless goon sitting behind some cubicle somewhere in India. In a job outsourced for slave labor, cheaper wages overseas to bring you the garbage sitting on those shelves, the contraception, the seed oils, the sodium benzonite, the food dyes, the high fructose corn syrup, all the poisons that the new world order can possibly imagine. Half the stuff in there is banned in Europe. You can't even sell it. It's so disgustingly poisonous. And this ponytailed guy with two masks on calls the police when two guys are rummaging through his uh, store, taking whatever they'd like. He was right to do so out of justice and the law. But she is absolutely right. He has no standing in the store. He has no investment. He has no ownership stake. It's not his stuff. This is what happens when we allow corporate entities to have personhood. This is an invention that we came up with right after the Civil War. When we accorded personhood to corporate entities, and we allowed corporate entities to own things, to live. And they are presumed to be alive for eternity until somebody who owns them shuts them down and says, pronounces them dead. It's called a going concern. You have a going concern up until the point that it's pronounced dead. You have a death sentence on the entity. Nobody's really invested in anything. The few own most of everything. CVS, very likely their largest shareholder is BlackRock. I don't even have to look it up. I know it's probably true. Who else would be wanting to distribute narcotics to Americans? Who else would be in the business of drugging Americans into a stupor? And then poisoning them in their food while you're at it. Go ahead and pick up some poisoned food while you pick up your poisoned pills. She's absolutely right. Mr. Manager has no real personal investment in what's on the shelves, where it came from, what it's doing to his customers. He might not even live in that community. This is capitalism at its finest. This is the kind of stuff that Sean Hannity would defend. Remember when Hannity was defending Jeff Bezos during the lockdowns? Well, he's delivering a good and a service to everybody that everybody needs right now because you're locked down and, and you need to stay home and stay scared and just shop on Amazon. And good, good for him. I hope he makes a bajillion dollars at Amazon. 
This is cucktard, cuckservative at its finest. And you know what? There absolutely is a massive amount of common ground between the right and the left in this country. And it's called populism. Because both sides are fed up with this corporate America that we live in where corporate interests trump individual human freedoms. And she's right. This guy making $30,000 a year, why does he care if anyone takes anything off the shelf? He's going to get paid his hourly wage no matter what. He doesn't own the stuff. He didn't buy it. He didn't order it. He didn't stock it. It's just there. And all he's there to do is sell it. He's a caretaker. He's a hireling. He is a hireling. We don't have small business in America. I say this as a small business owner. We really do not have small business. 